Welcome to the Sozo Sessions podcast. My name is Amanda Lee, and this podcast is a place for all things healing. I know better than anyone that the healing journey can make you feel very alone, confused, and overwhelmed. So I've gathered my best tools possible and bringing the best guests on to interview about all things healing from a spiritual, emotional, and physical standpoint. I want you to finally feel at home in your body so you can forget about the things that are plaguing you and finally live your best life and do your God-given mission. So get cozy, grab something warm to drink, and let's dive into the Sozo Sessions. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to my first episode of the Sozo Sessions. I'm so stoked to be here and I can't wait to really use this platform as a way to go deeper with you guys, to connect, um, to interview some amazing experts, um, people who really know their stuff and kind of share with you guys what I know about all things healing. So this podcast isn't just going to be about physical healing, although that is a huge component of what I do. You know I'm a nerd about all things minerals. You know I'm all about getting at the root cause of what's going on in your body to help you feel better. Uh, But I'm also going to be addressing other things in components of healing, healing your relationship with yourself, healing your relationship with God and your spiritual life, healing your relationship with men and relationships, um, healing your relationship with food, healing your relationship with friendships, all sorts of things. Uh, This place is going to be a platform for that. Because most of you do follow me about health, I'm going to start with that today, kind of just sharing the recent journey I've been on. Um, with my own health and kind of seeing if any of you can sympathize and identify with just how it feels to feel like you are lost on your health journey. So many of you who follow me and who've worked with me have been trying for a really long time to solve whatever's going on in your body physically. And it can feel really overwhelming Um, there's so much information out there. It's really hard to know what's true and what's not. There's so many options for testing. There's so many options for elimination diets. There's so many options for supplements and protocols. It's really hard to know where to start first and who to trust, honestly. And then for those of you who are at the point where, you know, you're just, um, trying to find these solutions and you've come from mainstream medicine, It can feel really exasperating because there's just so much lack of education in mainstream medicine and also just dismissiveness. Um, So I'm going to kind of share with you a little bit of what's been going on with me lately and the journey that I've been on. So, um, you know, I'm obviously into my health. (laughs) I take care of it for a living and I help others. I know a lot about minerals. I know a lot about... um, hormones and that information, but I was finding myself just not feeling well. I went on my honeymoon in August of last year, and while I was in Mexico, I indeed got some sort of stomach bug. I was unable to eat for three days, and I really felt awful, and honestly, this is nothing new for me when traveling. For some reason, I think I just have a really weak system digestively and a disposition to be sensitive to pathogens. Um, When I went to Argentina on a mission trip when I was in Bible college many, many moons ago, I also got something in Argentina and was sick for 
forever. It felt like forever, just multiple days of throwing up, you know, diarrhea. It was horrible. And I couldn't even participate in the rest of the trip. Nobody else on the trip got sick but me. And I don't know whether it was salad I ate or water I drank, even though we were drinking bottled water, I fell ill. And, you know, things weren't the same for me for a while after that point. Um, I also got a parasite when I was in my early 20s. I was a nanny and we went swimming in a lake and I got cryptosoporidium. I don't know exactly where I picked it up. Honestly, I could have been the lake, but the kids were fine. So I really, I really don't know. But I was in the fetal position. It felt like someone was cutting my stomach open. It was horrible. And, you know, I took medicine for it. I never took anything for the thing in Argentina. I took medicine that they gave me to kill the cryptosoporidium um, from the hospital. And I really never did anything else about it. And, you know, since then, um, I've had other things come up digestively. And I've just done, you know, what I know to do to try to eat well and help my digestive system. So when I went to Mexico and I got sick again, I really wasn't surprised because this has happened to me so many times. But I was so concerned about COVID on that trip and all the protocols I was doing for that and making sure I was passing my testing to get back in the country, all the things I needed to do. I didn't bring anything that I would know to bring to kind of be a protective measure traveling in another country. I would have brought my biocidin. I would have brought, you know, some pathogen killing things just to kind of be on top of things. But I didn't. So since I got home from then, things just started slowly getting worse. I really got this distended belly, um, you know, and I've always like gained weight in certain places, but this was really weird. It was like all in my belly and I never had that happen before. And it was just like expanding rapidly. So I knew something was off, you know, digestively. At the same time, um, you know, my husband and I have wanted to start to try to have a baby. So I was like, okay. You know, I know I can't do like pathogen protocols while I'm pregnant. So it's something I really kind of want to look into now. So I ran a GI map on myself right away and nothing came up for parasites. I had like a small amount of H. pylori, but it wasn't really enough to cause what I had going on because H. pylori is, you know, supposed to be there in some of the system. Um, and it's really just uh, overall poor gut train that allows it to overgrow. And I had nothing else, no parasites, no candida, no nothing. And I was really confused. I'm like, what the heck is going on? Um, and I did take a biofilm disruptor before I did my test. Um, so I had a um, blood work done in January as well, just to kind of look at, you know, how my hormones were functioning if I wanted to get pregnant. And I also, you know, did an HTMA on myself and uh, Dutch test, all the things. Um, now my blood work came back with really high reverse T3, like extremely high. And that was a big change for me. And now reverse T3 will go high when your body is really trying to protect you from infections or some sort of issue where it's trying to really slow the metabolism down, slow the body down. So my reverse T3 was high. was probably an indicator why I was gaining weight rapidly, like 15 pounds really fast, like overnight. And also the fatigue, you guys, was debilitating. Like I couldn't get off the couch. I had no motivation to do anything. You know, all my strength was reserved for my daughter and really showing up to be a good mom, you know, when she got home from school. But basically while she was at school, I felt like I was dying. It was just awful. And um, I had no energy. And I'm a really outgoing, extroverted, sparky kind of person. But for months now, I had felt 
just awful. So around December, you know, my daughter went to her dad's for Christmas and I was really low, probably at the lowest point. And I thought maybe some of it was just emotional because, you know, when my daughter goes away, it's sad and hard for me, even though I'm so happy for her to be with her other family. And I know that she's having a good time. Um, it's just a big adjustment. So I thought maybe it was just that, but I, I could not bounce back. And, um, so, um, then, you know, January passed and I still didn't dive into doing any sort of parasite. Actually, that's not true. I did do a parasite protocol. I, I got a couple things and I'm like, okay, I'm going to start to try to like kill this off. But nothing really happened. Nothing came out. I didn't notice any changes whatsoever. And so I was kind of bummed because I was like, okay, well, maybe this isn't my issue. Um, at the end of January, I got sick with some sort of viral infection. I tested multiple times. It was not COVID. Um, and I was really just not being able to bounce back well from it. And after that, my cycles got really wacky and I had a really heavy cycle. And then the next month I had this extreme breast pain and it was extreme and it came out of nowhere. And I have breast cancer history way back in my family. My great grandmother died of it in her forties. And so I know that's up the family line, but it was still something that I was concerned about. So I decided to go to my OB and, you know, get checked out and, you know, she wanted me to get some imaging done Um, and I did feel some sort of mass in my left breast. The fact that it was only one breast was really concerning to me and the fact that I felt some tissue there that was thickening was also concerning to me. So this was a really kind of scary time of not knowing what was going on. Of course, my mind was going to the worst, you know, I have breast cancer, I just got married. (laughs) I want to have a baby. I'm young. I'm only 38. Like what is going on? Um, And I kind of just had to wait because they put me on this list for getting a mammogram and ultrasound done. And it was like a month and a half away. And meanwhile, the pain was getting so bad that like I could hardly handle it. It was moving into my lymph nodes, my whole left side of my lymph nodes of my armpits and my by my neck and my shoulder were really painful. And that was what was concerning to me that it wasn't just this hormonal, but something was going on that it was moving into my lymph. So I ended up going to the ER because I didn't know what else to do. I was like, you know, surely I can get things moving faster this way and they can give me some answers. So I went to the ER, they did an ultrasound on me, they took a bunch of blood work. I asked him to run some panels on like my iron and whatnot. And, you know, of course, they came back and said, everything's fine. Everything's clear. You know, just go home and take some Tylenol. And that really aggravated me, uh, probably just because what I do for a living of trying to find root causes of things, it's frustrating to have someone just tell you to go take Tylenol. I felt dismissed. Um, It kind of just felt like everybody wasn't really acknowledging what was going on um, and what was causing it. So I asked to see my blood work myself and, you know, they put it in something called my chart and, you know, he's like, the results will be in there in like a couple days. So um, he did suggest that I go see a breast specialist here in Santa Barbara um, named Katrina Mitchell. So I made an appointment with Katrina, again, more money, and I ran a mammogram. I got a mammogram run on me a little bit sooner than I would have um, going through the other clinic. Uh, I got in faster. So I had the mammogram done, and um, I had to wait to meet with Dr. Mitchell. In the meantime, I started looking at my blood work, and um, my EOS was really high. And 
uh, that's an indicator of, you know, parasites and bacteria or just some sort of infection. Um, Parasites is like classic known for. So I looked at my blood work through the functional ranges that I have, and it was high for, for that there, but it was also flagged high on the hospital's blood work panel of their own ranges. It was very high. And I was so frustrated. Like, why didn't this doctor mention this to me? And I just think this is something that they're not really looking for. I don't think parasites are something that, you know, mainstream medicine is really into addressing and, um, you know, going (laughs) to uh, as a first, you know, issue. But um, it was there. It was in my blood work. It was there. So I was like, okay, this is, it's time for me to really address this. So I started diving in and looking into a company called Cellcor, um, which has a full moon parasite protocol kit. And I think my friend Jen Pike was the first one that mentioned that kit to me when I had called her and asked her to help me kind of figure out what the heck was going on. Because sometimes as a practitioner looking at your own tests, you're like, I don't know it's too close so you need someone else's eyes on it and um, Jen's a great friend of mine so she suggested that I run that protocol but as I started looking into it I realized that me just going in and killing off whatever was in there without making sure my drainage pathways were open was probably not going to be helpful for me so um, I started getting some acupuncture done and doing some other drainage pathway things Um, but then I found that Cellcore has their first step, which is like an energy and drainage protocol um, to do. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to start here. And so I really dove into that and taking those supplements. I really started slow just with their binder, which is an incredible binder. And these supplements are practitioner grade. You cannot get them without access through a naturopath or a doctor. They're not just something you can just buy off Amazon. So they're really high quality things and they really work. And, um, you know, within a day, you guys, of doing this drainage protocol, I passed um, like three liver flukes, which liver flukes are parasites that reside in the liver that can block the bile duct. And, you know, I've had a lot of issues with my liver. I've had signs of liver congestion. And I've always known that like, you know, issues with copper and iron are going to congest the liver. But I never really knew about liver flukes and that these parasites could be there. Now they can live up in your body for about, you know, 20 to 30 years. And they basically go through different stages. They burrow from the liver tissue into the bile ducts and block them. And I've had signs of like my bile being sluggish and having issues, but I never would have thought that parasites could be causing that. So Um, seeing them come out in my stool was like, whoa, eye-opening, like within the first day, um, just because a lot of the supplements in the the lymph and drainage protocol are for pushing stuff out of the bile and the liver. And really, you have to address all that because if you kill stuff off and you can't move it out, you can't eliminate it through your stool, your bile isn't moving, your lymph isn't moving, it's really just going to get stuck and, you know, reabsorb into your body, causing Herc's detox symptoms and making you feel like crap. So, I was just so shocked because I didn't think I would have any parasites moving just from opening up my drainage pathways, but indeed I did. And it continued. I actually passed 17 more liver flukes um, a couple days later. And it was shocking just to see this stuff coming out, especially so quickly just by taking these supplements. Now, I was also doing a lot of things um, to kind of move my lymph by sauna, which really thins the lymph and making sure I was supporting my minerals, Um, obviously rebounding, dry brushing, uh, coffee enemas. These are all 
tools and modalities that I talk about in my balance program for how to influence detox. So, um, you know, I was doing all these things on top of taking these supplements and really was seeing some results. So I'm actually only a little bit ways into this. So you're really supposed to work on drainage for two months, um, 30 days minimum before you start to do the parasite protocol because it's really the first most important step. And if that isn't working well, you really can't go in and start killing stuff off. So I'm excited to see what's going to happen when I start the full moon portion, which really, you know, why the full moon? Um, Well, the full moon really impacts parasites on a couple levels. Obviously, it dictates a lot of what's going on in our bodies. But um, when the full moon is there, we make less melatonin and more serotonin. And bugs and pathogens, parasites, they really live off of serotonin in the body they feed off of it so when the serotonin's high the bugs come out and they want to absorb it and another reason why you can have cyclical depression and it gets worse around the full moon is because it's a great indicator you have you have parasites i mean most people have parasites if you have a pulse you probably have them so um that's the time to do it and you can really just start with doing the day before the day of the day after the full moon and you can run that for a few months and ultimately you know you can't do it when you're pregnant or or breastfeeding the para one you can probably do during that time but don't take my word on that um but most of them are too intense to do so you really you know could be doing it monthly once you're out of that age range where you don't want to be having babies But it's a great thing to do at any point in time, and I really encourage everybody to look into the lymph and drainage support first and doing all those things um, to kind of get things moving before you move into any sort of killing off protocol. And I think this is a mistake that I have made and can admit in the past with running some of the protocols I have, whether it's been for H. pylori, uh, candina, or any sort of parasite or pathogen, is not really making sure that those those lymph and drainage pathways are open and really not understanding the drainage funnel that starts with the colon. If you're not pooping like two to three times a day, then you're not going to be able to eliminate these toxins. And if your bile and your lymph uh, are struggling and your liver struggling, you can't you know, move this stuff out and then, you know, it moves up into like a cellular level. And, you know, by the point when you're having extreme fatigue, you can't make ATP energy. It's a sign that your funnel is really just clogged and you can't start at the top. You have to start at the bottom to really clear things out to move forward. So I'm really excited about it. And, you know, I just wanted to share all this information with you guys because, There's nothing worse than feeling like you don't have an answer for what's going on. There's nothing worse than feeling like you're even spending money to go to the hospital if you live in America and addressing things from a mainstream standpoint and they can't give you any answers. And it's really frustrating when even when you're in the natural health field and you know some of the stuff that you just can't feel better and doing all the things you know. So, you know, I really think I go through these things in my life to help me be better as a practitioner, to help my clients, to help share information with people so you don't feel alone. You are not alone. And this health journey to healing can have many ups and downs. It can be very confusing to figure out what the root is and to really try to find solutions to feel better. And you can end up spending so much money and not get anywhere. I'm confident that this, what I'm doing is addressing a lot of the things at a root cause issue. And really, no matter what you've been diagnosed with, addressing energy and drainage is kind of the first step to to move forward. So I know you can't go wrong 
with that. And of course, the foundations in place uh, from a mineral perspective, all things I teach in my balance program about mineral balancing, making sure you're getting good nutrients coming in, magnesium, red light, you know, all the things that I teach um, how to do in balanced uh, is a great place to start. And I'm also going to include um, the drainage protocols and the info that I have been doing in my balance program in the detox section, um, just because I think everybody should be doing this before attempting to detox anything, any heavy metals, any gut infections, anything at all. And I want you to know you're not alone. And, you know, I'm just going to keep showing up and trying to be as honest with you as possible about my own journey, which, you know, there can be a lot of shame attached to that as a as a health professional. Um, you know, we get this feeling that we always have to be on. Everything always has to be feeling good. And I just couldn't get on Instagram, you guys, and do that. I couldn't get on Instagram and be like, everything's fine. I feel awesome. Buy my stuff. (laughs) I just couldn't. So I had to really pull back because I never want to be fake. I always want to be real with you guys. And it was a really rough time. Basically from September until you know, a few weeks ago, I've been feeling really awful and I didn't know what to do about it. And it just felt really scary, really um, disempowering. And I didn't know what to do. So if you're in that position, I really encourage you not to give up. Um, You have to become your own best healing advocate. And healing, like we're going to discuss on this podcast, has multiple layers. And I'm going to share everything I know and have learned with you guys about healing from a physical standpoint, but also a spiritual standpoint and an emotional standpoint and how much that plays a role in chronic illness. Uh, And I have some amazing guests for you guys who are going to dive into all these aspects of healing. So you can really just feel like yourself and feel at home in your body and rock your God-given mission because I believe that God has given us all a mission to do and ultimately health is wealth and when we don't have health we can't move forward and do those things and health really encompasses all those things mind body and soul and the word sozo comes from the greek word to heal mind body and soul from the bible from jesus actually when he healed the woman who touched him touched the end of her garment his garment sorry and she'd been bleeding for over i think 12 years and i love that because it's like a menstrual thing right And so she touched his garment and he said, you know, who touched my garment? And she came forth and said it was her, which is a big deal because she was unclean technically and shouldn't have been touching anybody. And Jesus in that moment says to her, you know, your faith has made you sozo. The fact that she had the faith to touch his garment, the fact that she had the faith to come forward, even though she was going to be rejected by society for being unclean. Jesus made it all well in that moment when he said, your faith has made you sozo. And that word sozo means fully well. Now, I don't claim to be Jesus, but I love the idea of a full healing. Not only did he take her bleeding away and her physical issue, he cleansed her emotional issues with feeling unclean and feeling like not a member of society. She would have had to go through and do all these different rituals to kind of become clean again through the temple. And Jesus just wiped that away. And isn't that what Jesus does? He really just gives us that fresh, clean slate. And he didn't have to make her to go through all those shameful moments. In that one moment, he declared her well. He declared her clean. And also, from a salvation standpoint, that her faith in him uh, was really what she needed to become well. And so I really just hope to share more of that kind of info with you guys. Sozo means a whole healing, spiritually, emotionally, physically, so that you can walk away feeling like you can do what God has called you to do without any of these things being a hindrance in your way. 
So I hope this podcast was helpful and I'm excited to share with you the resources. I'm going to put in the show notes links to Balanced, um, my, my program that really gives you the foundations of balancing your minerals. I'm also going to include um, some of the info on what I did to kind of help open my drainage pathways. And I'm also going to include and balance a whole class on that. So if you're interested in that, you can look into it more. And I really just hope that you walk away today feeling encouraged and hopeful. You got to hang on to hope because when you feel ill, that hope is what propels you forward to keep going and to know that you don't have to feel this way forever. So here's hoping for a full sozo wellness moment in your life where you can walk away fully healed, mind, body, and soul. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.